Hello and welcome to Two Kids and Not Counting, here with Parker and Lexi, episode 5. We talk about faith, religion, spirituality, whatever the heck you want to call it. Um, keep the cursing wow, to the lowest. did you just say heck? And yeah, say, wow. I figured this is the episode to maybe keep the cursing on the down <laughs> low um, for the big man upstairs or whatever you want to believe in and wear that thing or not thing maybe. And yes, I might sound a little different. I have a little bit of cold. And no, I do not have the coronavirus. The Rona? The Rona. I haven't caught the Rona. I just have a little bit of a cold. I think it's allergies because I got really bad about taking my allergy pill for a few days. So if I sound nasally, that's why. My apologies. Especially over the weekend when we were just outside, outside the day. entire time. Yeah. Just... And I wasn't taking my allergy pill, a bad idea. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> That's why I sound nasal, like I'm plugging my nose and talking. Yeah. I sound normal, because I haven't gotten the cold yet. But I will, at the most inconvenient time. Theo because, has it too. Yeah. Well, he's, his is almost gone. Yeah. But yes, I'll just get it at the most inconvenient time. Not that there really is an inconvenient time when you're quarantined and not really doing all that much. Um, but we will get into it. So we're going to talk about some faith, spirituality kind of stuff. Um, Lexi and I were raised pretty much on polar opposite ends of it. Oh, yeah. And we've kind not of... Like, not like one of us religious and one of us with atheists. Not like that. No. But <laughs> we'll get very, very differently. Yeah. So we're going to talk about that, kind of how it came to us differently. Not everybody might want to listen to something like this, which is fine. We'll have something a little bit juicier on Tuesday, and you can expect some kind of poll for that early yeah. next week yeah ask us some questions but you will know what to ask questions about when i post that on my instagram so keep an eye out for that and keep we'll do it. that next week yeah if y'all want a juicy podcast that you can laugh to then you gotta ask us some juicy questions yeah we not, can only we've talk obviously so much. <laughs> we've obviously been pretty out Over. there so far so we're gonna continue it yeah, um, we're not scared to talk about anything, honestly. Well, some things we won't. Some things we just won't go into just for the fact of we don't want to. We don't want to get into politics. We don't want to get into, like, medical beliefs, that kind of stuff. I We just don't want to go there. And we, we have jobs. Yeah. So we just we just don't want to tread on uh, dangerous water. So, nice. Yeah. Okay, we've be been battling. Okay, so do you want to go first or do you want me to? You can. Okay. So I was, I think we've mentioned it before, I was raised very, very Christian from the moment I was born. Um, my mom was, I don't think she was raised Catholic. My grandparents were both uh, Catholic. My mom's parents. Yes, my mom's parents both raised Catholic, but I don't think they continued that while raising their kids. So my mom went to Catholic Although she wasn't necessarily Catholic, went to Catholic high schools back when they didn't have, like, all the different denominations had their own high school or whatever. It was just public school or Catholic school. Public school or Catholic school. So my mom grew up going to Catholic school. Um, My dad didn't really grow up with any of that. um, And he kind of embraced it when he met my mom. And my mom continued it with my dad pretty hardcore. So I was the full on every Sunday, every Wednesday uh, night, church camp over the summer, a couple church camps over the summer, 
mission trip every summer, all that jazz. And for the most part, it was it really was awesome. Um, I really did enjoy it, although it was always something that it was I was never really given any kind of choice. Not that at that young of an age, I was like, well, I didn't choose this. I'm not going to do it. But like looking back to high school, when it kind of grew away from it, it was something that I was like, well, this was just kind of shoved down my throat. I never really got a chance to think about it for my own decisions, my own beliefs. So I kind of... I maintained it through high school and then it's kind of fell off a cliff. Not that you stopped. Not that I stopped. Yeah. I I didn't just go full atheist. I just didn't probably go to church as much as I should have. Um, He still 100% believed in God and, you know, would still pray in the hard times and that kind of stuff. But but I had a lot of questions. Yeah. He just questioned stuff. I, I questioned a lot of it. Um, and for many different reasons, um, I, I think a common question that people have is, well, why is something like this happening to me? Like, what? why do I deserve this? There are horrible, horrible people on this planet that live long, healthy, and wealthy lives. And I get the fucking shit end of, dang it, the freaking shoot end of it. Um, and that was probably the biggest question I had. I think and, a lot of that started when we started having kids, and well, I guess when we started moving to Arizona, and then it kind of just spiraled downhill from there. We're not going to go into a lot of it, but just to guy to give you guys a little bit of background, uh, probably 2018 and 2019 were Parker and I's most trying years. Um, we kind of got, and I'm sorry, I'm going to cuss here, but we just got the shit kicked out of us in 2018 and 2019. I mean, it was just one thing after another after another, and it never slowed down. So I feel like, in my personal opinion, watching Parker go through this, this is kind of when his faith started to sway a little bit. It was just kind of like, it was just go, 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 go. And it felt like every time we thought something was going to go right, it was just like, boom, here's something three times worse than what you just overcame. Yep, and then it kicked us while we were down. So that was that was shitty. It sucked, and yeah, that was, that was when it got kind of bad. And I didn't. I I really had most of the questions, um, and it just it was kind of one of those. If he was really there, why why is this happening to me? Like, what did I do to deserve this? It's just it doesn't seem fair, and I know life isn't fair, but it just it it felt like there was too much chance too much uncertainty for there to be someone or something that knows how and why this is happening, that there's an end goal to it. And I, I don't know if I was long-term, I don't know what I was doing. I think I was having normal questions. I think a lot of people have those questions. I think I might be right on this is that the biggest people that have these questions are people that were raised super religious, strictly religious and never know anything different. And then you kind of get on your own and you face those struggles that young people face, especially young families. Um, just the, the economy that we live in, um, just all the things of adulting that you kind of get thrown into. And as we've talked about in the previous podcasts, 
I was thrown into, we were both thrown into adulthood pretty much as soon as we were 18 and just, it was, it smacked us in the face and we went balls to the wall with being adults. Well, and I, I think the thing is like, I don't want you guys to take what Parker just said about, you know, adulting made him lose faith or something like that. What to kind of elaborate on what he was saying is. I wouldn't say it was necessarily the act of adulting that caused this. It was just the act of the treatment from people that we thought cared about us at points in time. I'm not saying it was our families. It wasn't that. Just stuff like that. And then, like, health problems and money problems and housing problems. We were never homeless. Don't don't think that either. Um, and just – it just – it was, you know, oh, we overcame this, yes, finally, and then it was like, oh, here, here's this, and it was, it, so it wasn't the fact that we were adulting necessarily, it was the fact that we were trying to be on our own, but everything that could have prevented us from being on our own kept coming. Yeah. So it was like, here's this, here's this, here's this, we, we tried to move out of my parents' house, like you guys know we lived there for almost four years we tried so many times. Like, we obviously never moved out and, like, got kicked out of the lease or anything like that. That never happened. But, like... we start the process. Yeah, we'd, like, apply. And we'd get approved. And we'd be, like, ready to have a move-in day. And then something would happen and it, it, we couldn't make it work anymore. So, it was just, like... It, again, I, I don't really want to go into all the details because I don't even want to bring up those past memories. I <laughs> Mentally, I don't think I could stand it. I think my brain's walked them out. I don't even yeah, remember. So, but that's what he means. I, I just don't want you guys to that aren't quite adulting on your own yet, if you are watching this and you're younger, that I don't want you to think like, oh, crap, I'm about to be an adult and my life's going to be hell. It's like, going to die. Yeah, that's not, that's not what it was. It was just the circumstance of us having... You know, two kids by 2019 and still living at my parents' house and being married and being so young and not having college degrees. And it was just, it was just so many things combined. And it was just like jab, 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 jab. Like it never stopped. And there was multiple times where Parker and I, like, we would just be on the drive, like on a random drive to like go pick up food or like go to work. And I would just start bawling. I'd just be in the passenger seat, like, when is this going to end? Like, I cannot do this anymore. It feels like, Every single thing we do, something worse happens. So it was just like that, just to kind of give you an idea of how mentally exhausted we were throughout those two years. And of course, we never like questioned like wanting to live or anything like that because we have two kids. That's not an option for us. Uh, I mean, that's not an option for everyone. Anyone just get get help. There's people there to help you. Um, but it was just like mentally speaking. Parker and I were not, I think it, it, it made our relationship kind of go back and forth a little bit and we never broke up or even came close to breaking, breaking up Nothing or like that. getting divorced, but it was just like, we would argue more when we were in these bad spots and we would get frustrated with each other really easily and we could get frustrated with the kids a little bit easier because it just like mentally we, even when we got good nights of sleep, it didn't feel like a good night of sleep because something was always constantly running through our mind and it was just the most mentally exhausting two to three years of my life. It was just, and I hope no one else ever goes through that. And I'm sure so many people do. And I feel you if you have, it sucks, but we're here. We're good. Yeah. We're thriving. <laughs> yeah. 2020 has definitely been uh, better. Yeah. It didn't start out better. We thought it was going to be better. Um, it didn't start out better. Um, right off the bat, 2020, my dog died. 
that was hard. My childhood dog died and then the whole moving out thing kind of happened again. We found a, an apartment that is like a complex, but it was houses. So it was like you rented townhomes inside of this complex that we started getting into that and then something came up and that didn't happen. And then my grandpa passed away and then it was like, just my childhood dog passed away. Yeah. So it was just at the beginning of 2020, we were just like, no, like, no, <laughs> it was looking up and now it's going down. But it's good. Um, anyway, that was kind of a big avenue that I just took there. But were you done explaining like how you were brought up? Do you want me to go into mine now? Yeah, I think I touched all of it. I mean, yeah. the, it was very strict. It was all there. It was all all the time. As much church that could be squeezed into a childhood was squeezed into mine. Yeah. And that's basically all you need to know. Yeah. So for me... Um, my mom was raised strictly Catholic. Um, she went to mass. She had to get whatever. Confirmed. Yeah. She had to get confirmed. She had all that. Like her mom raised her very strictly Catholic. Um, my dad, his family wasn't super religious. They obviously like, from what I know, they believed in God, but they never really went to church. It was more of just like a, I mean, I know he's there kind of situation. Um, so when my parents got married, my mom kind of fell out of touch with Catholicism a little bit. Um, I don't know if you guys know this, but if you're marrying someone that's practicing Catholic Catholicism and you're not Catholic, you have to get like confirmed, confirmed in, the in the church to get married in the Catholic church. And my parents, like, they just didn't want to do that. They didn't believe in that kind of stuff, like that you needed to be confirmed to get married in a church. Um, so I feel like that's kind of when they lost their like whole church going my mom did at least. So, um, she still believed in some of those things that, you know, Catholics do like baptizing really young. Me and my sister were both baptized when we were like six or seven months old. Um, we both got baptized super young. Um, we, we tried, my parents tried taking us to church for like the first three years of my life. And then when I was about three, I grew, um, very, very, very bad separation anxiety from my mom um, if she was even out of the sight from me, I would scream and cry. And so they had, we kind of, that kind of drove them to stop going to church because I couldn't be in like the daycare or the youth programs because I couldn't be away from her. Um, so we stopped going to church when I was about three. And from there on, we never really, we had books. We had like those children's Bibles where they're like the pictures and like they talk about the stories of, of God and stuff, but they're just kind of in elementary words. Um, we had those, we read those with my parents. So we still, you know, they still taught us about God, but they never forced it on us. They never took us to church. So it was just like, it was kind of one of those things, like how my dad was kind of like my dad was like, he believed in it, but he never like went to church and like read the Bible and that kind of stuff. So that's kind of how I was brought up now. Um, in starting in about Seventh grade is when I got bad. I got um, pretty badly bullied. Um, it got really, really bad in eighth grade is when it like peaked. Um, there was a point in time when I, there was about two to three weeks where I stopped going to school. Um, I was so badly like bullied that I was making myself physically sick so that my parents would make me go to school. Um, like my brain was forcing my body to make itself sick. So I wouldn't have to go to school. 
Um, when I did go to school, I would just most of the time sit in the counselor's office and cry because, and this is really hard for me to admit this because a lot of people don't know this. And if anyone that I went to middle school with is hearing this that didn't know this, it's because I've never really talked about it. Um, but so for that short period of time, it was really hard. And I now have a big tattoo on my arm that kind of plays into all of this, but there was a, a short period of time within those few weeks where I just, I didn't have the desire to live anymore. And it wasn't, it wasn't like, I'm not saying that I was going to kill myself. That's not what I was going to say or anything like that. Um, like I was, I wasn't going to commit suicide, but I just, I had no desire to do anything other than lay in my room. I was deeply depressed and I just, it just felt like it kept digging me deeper and deeper and nothing got better. And it was my best friend through sixth and seventh grade turned on me. And it was just for the popular group. And one of the people I was friends with in the popular group then wouldn't hang out with me because the popular group turned on me. And it was just, yeah, it just, everything kind of came together at once. It got really hard for me. Um, one of my good, good friends that I've, I've known for a long time, um, she lived about five houses down the street from me. She had um, found her way into the church. She did youth group. She did all of that stuff with Christianity. And she kind of knew what I was going through because she was, she was kind of like my only friend at this point. And she was older than me. So um, she didn't, she wasn't in eighth grade with me. She was a freshman. She's a year older than me. So she wasn't in the same school with me to kind of like help me and like be there. So I was like, my only friend wasn't there. So finally one day she was like, like, I know what you're going through. Like, please come and talk to the youth pastor. I've told him your story and he wants to talk to you. Like, he, he wants to hear your story and see if he can help you. And at that point, I was like, I mean, if God's real, why is this happening to me? Kind of the same thing that Parker was doing. But then also in my mind, I was like, well, I mean, what do I have to lose at this point? You know, like, I can't, I can't go any farther down than I am. So I might as well give it a try. So I went and I talked to the youth pastor. I sat down with him um, at my local Christian church. Well, it was not a denominational church, but um, went and sat down with him. I told him my whole story. I probably sat and it was just me and him. Like my friend wasn't in there. It was just me and him. So I was, I felt, it was weird because I never felt comfortable telling my story to people like what was going on. But it was just like when I walked into that youth facility I just like felt something come over me, like this big wave of strength. And I think that's kind of when I started to realize that these people were going to try to help me. And I sat down with him and I talked to him for like an hour, maybe more, just told him my story, told him my life, what was going on. He kind of, he just sat there. Like he just listened. He didn't, he didn't push faith on me. He didn't push God down my throat. He didn't push Bible verses at me. He just sat there and listened and he handed me tissues when I cried. And he just, he was there for me to just let it out. And, you know, at the end of it, we talked a little bit about, you know, religion and, you know, how I could, I could try to find God and I could try to learn the Bible and start going to youth group. And, you know, I could find all these new friends from youth group that this could really help bring me out of where I was. And at the end of the conversation, he said, you're strong enough to get through anything. Um, you know, I believe in you. You always have a home here with us. Um, you know, we'll take you in. We'll help you. I'll help you learn the Bible. Um, blah, 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 all this stuff. And then at the very end, he said, and still you rise. 
And that quote stuck with me through the rest of my life. I mean, to where I am today, still you rise. And that was just saying that no matter how low you are, you're going to rise from it. And now I have this beautiful floral bouquet basically tattooed on my arm with the quote, still I rise. Because anytime my life would get rough, I felt like there was no turning point. I would just sit back and I had a notepad that had it in it with a few little good quotes and stuff like that that would kind of just help me take a second to relax and it always said, still I rise. And so I got that tattooed on my arm and from there I was brought to God by my choosing of bringing myself to God. And I started going to youth group. I went to church camp over the summer. I made so many new friends. I had so much fun. I stopped caring about what the people were saying to me at school because I knew that they 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 did they didn't matter because the the man above that was controlling everything and was helping me shed the slide of my life was taking care of it and was walking me through and was paving the path for my life and I wasn't scared of what people were saying to me anymore because I knew I had a home elsewhere. And I knew that my safe place was the church that had put their entire faith into me to someone that they had never met. And after one single day and one two-hour conversation, they were ready to, to change my world for me. And that was just something that showed me that people in that community really do care about you and they just want to help you. They want to help you find your faith. And... I just, it was like a whole new switch flip for me and it was beautiful. It was truly that like totally, and I, I wish I would have gotten like rebaptized and like done all of that. I never, I never did do that with the youth group that kind of brought me out of the dark, but I wish I would have, but yeah, that's how I was brought to God. It's kind of a long story, but it's a beautiful one in my opinion. And it's, it saved me from a really dark place. So we have very two different ways that we were brought to God. I mean, mine was choosing. I chose to do it because I wanted something that was a bright light at the end of the tunnel to pull me out of where I was. And his was just like, you're doing this. So that's our difference. Yeah. Yeah, so it's really two very different upbringings, which I think is kind of, brought us to how we want to handle it as parents, which is so far, so our kids go to daycare. We both work full-time jobs. Um, We try to do college when we can between a full-time job and having two kids. Um, And now a podcast. And now a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Just just (laughs) to vent, basically. Um, But kind of where we've come so we when Addie was really little we tried going to church um every Sunday we she was our first kid we were horrified even because even though it was a church to leave her with people we didn't know um because when Addie was little she yeah she didn't go to she didn't go to daycare until she was six months old yeah six six seven eight months old so at this point she had never been Literally in her life with anyone other than us, and we were not about to do that. So we brought her into the into the like the main auditorium. We tried doing that. She, she did really good. The first few times she did really good. She slept through the whole thing, and then as she did get a little bit bigger, she wanted to play. she wanted to play, and she was loud. I would stand in the back, hold her, play with toys, stuff like that, and then it just wasn't really practical anymore. 
So we kind of stopped going for a while. Um, we tried to keep up with the, the faith stuff. And then the, then we got into 2018, 2019, um, when things did get kind of bad. We already touched on that. Um, but since then, we have kind of transitioned into watching church on TV because that is such an easy option now. And it's kind of something where the kids are in daycare all week long. Not We don't really have a problem with leaving them with a church daycare or Sunday school or what have you. Um, obviously, I mean, they're, they're at a church. I, I don't have a problem with that. Um, but they're at daycare five days a week. We yeah, have two day. days where it's literally just us and them and don't necessarily want to at that young of an age, the, the age where they're at now, where that time is so valuable with them and they're growing so much leave them in a in a another in another basically daycare for two hours on Sunday morning when we can watch at home. We can watch it at home. We can make breakfast. They can play with us. They can listen to the music. They dance to the music when it's on. Um, they I mean and and it can kind of sink into their little sponge brains and they can they can hopefully what we plan on is choose it we'll yeah. kind of push them in the direction but i i definitely don't want to and and i i don't my parents didn't do anything wrong i i wouldn't have wanted to be raised any other way it's provided me with a really unusual amount of knowledge in religion pretty much any time there's like some question yeah that i can Lexi ask has. him some random questions like what does the bible say about this and he has like the freaking and verse. i can pretty much pull the answer out of my butt it's um, insane it's it's most it's questions i just have to ask her okay do you want a scientific answer or a biblical answer because they're obviously very different and i can give her both um just because i'm a weirdo it's very strange yeah but it's very so, impressive yeah and it's it's because and it's weird because it is something that i learned at such a young age and it is stories and um metaphors and all the stuff that sticks in your brain for some reason um and i'm sure there is a reason that it does um but that's kind of it we're planning on meeting in the middle with it basically yeah we're um, gonna still try to go to church on sundays we're gonna watch church on sundays when they're until, a little bit bigger yeah maybe until theo is about three and adeline's about four and then they'll want to do it yeah. It'll be something fun for him yeah, to do on so Sundays. Yeah, so we'll take him to Sunday school, and we'll get to go to church, and we'll get to communicate more with, you know, groups at church and that kind of stuff. Maybe make some friends. Yeah. Friends would be cool. Yeah. And I'd we like just, to have some of those. Yeah. We just, we want them to choose to believe and choose the path that they want to go on with it, kind of like I did. I don't necessarily, I hope they don't find it as late as I did, because I think if I would have found it earlier, I would have not struggled nearly as much as I did. Um, so I want to help them kind of go towards that path, but I'm not going to force them to be there. So, um, you know, if, if Adeline's six and she's mom, I don't, I don't like Sunday school. I don't want to go anymore. Then that's her choice. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, and we'll still encourage it. You know, every Sunday we'll be like, Hey, are you sure you don't want to go to Sunday school this morning? Um, friends. yeah, go see your friends, go do some fun activities, and, you know, some days she may say yes, some days she may say no. And I'm not going to say, oh, you're having a bad day today. Well, that sucks. We're going to church. I'm not I'm not going to do that to my kids. And Parker doesn't want to do that either. And I, before I ever gave my views on how I wanted to raise my kids, like in the religion aspect, I asked Parker how he wanted to do it. Because 
because of how differently we were brought up, I did want to have my beliefs on it affect his. Um, so I didn't want him to take what I wanted to do and kind of alter what he wanted to do. Because um, Parker's a really straight out guy. I mean, if you ask him a question, you say, what do you want to do about this? He'll give you a straight up answer. Like, he's not going to be like, oh, I want to I wanna cater to her feelings. I'm going to say it like that. No, obviously he's not going to be like, I want to fucking do this. Blah, blah, blah. He's not going to do that. But he's going to... No. He's going to obviously just give it like, well, this is what I want to do. So I wanted to hear his side first. And <laughs> basically what he said is exactly what I also wanted. So it worked out. Um, we also... Oh, sorry, guys. That was so disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. You're so mean. I'm leaving now. Bye, guys. I'm, I'm leaving the podcast. No, Parker can finish it. Bye, guys. Um... Yeah, so we kind of we kind of had the same idea. I mean, I had growing up. There was pretty much one reason we missed church. It was sports. That was. Or if you were like puking or something like that. And it depends how bad what? I was puking. No, um, what? no, don't don't make him. No. no, my and and really the I truly the biggest reason for it is. My mom especially, she loves church. Like it's just one of her favorite things to do. It's just go to church. Like she just loves it, which is, which is awesome. It's amazing. My, my mother's a saint and I love her to death. <laughs> okay. She's not a saint. Who's really a saint though? Um, my neighbor, my old neighbor. She's a saint. Yes. She, okay. She is a saint. She is a real life saint. If she's not like a, tr- if she's not a real Catholic saint at some point, I'm going to, is it Vatican? The, the Vatican, Vatican city, Vatican city. Is it, a, is it its own country? I'm not really sure how that works. We're not Catholic. Um, <laughs> we phoned a mass one time, and it was when I was pregnant in the oh the church, no <laughs> the church that we you went to so the church we went to mass in was an air condition, and it was the middle months, of the summer. Six months. No, pregnant. I was thirty. I was like thirty-two weeks pregnant. Because no, it was Santa Fe. It was right after you graduated. You're six months pregnant. No, I was. I was born in August. That was. We went at the beginning of June. Are you sure? Yeah, remember we okay, are. Anyway, okay, okay, okay. It doesn't. Already. It doesn't matter. See, these are the stupid fights we have to have because Parker cannot be wrong That's in anything he talks about. <laughs> anyway, timestamp on the picture. Anyway, um, I almost passed out because it was so hot and I was super pregnant, so we had to leave like forty-five minutes into mass because mass is like two hours, so we had to leave. And because I almost passed out, <laughs> I've actually been to more masses. It was, than that. Well, that's the only one I've been to. Well, other than when my neighbor's daughter got married and I was in the, I was in the wedding. I was like in the wedding. I was a, oh, I was yeah. a junior bridesmaid, so I had to sit through the Catholic, Catholic wedding. Catholic have a full mass. Yeah, so it was a full mass plus the ceremony. So I guess that counts two times then. Okay. I've been to one Catholic wedding. That was in Colombia, though, so it was in Spanish. No, I've only been to three because I've been to like all of the kids' weddings. Yeah. Well, no, I think I've just been to remember. Brian's and Tara's. I don't remember. Anyway, moving on. Yeah, that's they don't care. Um, yeah, so that is kind of we didn't really finish. We didn't. Are you muted? No. No. <laughs> so that was just the lovely noise of a nice big drink of water. It was actually really small because I realized I wasn't muted in the middle of the drink, <laughs> and I thought it'd be weird if the sound was like cut out real quick while I was taking a drink. Okay, so you can ignore that. I'm, I'm not editing it out. That's too much work. Are you? 
Sorry, I like to I like to mess with him when he talks because it makes him laugh and he loses so, his train of thought. To kind of wrap this up with the bow, do not tickle me. <laughs> Raised very differently, it has affected how we parent. <laughs> We've come to a mutual parenting decision on how we want to handle it. I have brought Parker back to faith a little bit. She in twenty twenty. It's been which I never know would have happened. It was really bad. And I never I didn't push it back into it, but I just slowly encouraged that he he questioned it very bad. Like he never I don't think he ever lost belief, but I think he was close. I was very close. So and I just I when I, I when very, I realized I was very close to just going full atheist. Like when I realized something there, was but getting, I don't know what it is and I don't care. When I realized he was getting to that point, I started encouraging like um, start maybe reading the Bible again. Start maybe let's start going to church again. Start looking up some articles. Just maybe just start thinking about it more about what you learned as you were a kid about faith and why things happen and that kind of stuff in in your life and how they you know how God portrays that and all that and just think reflect on the stuff that's happened in our life and how that portrays like the Bible. So I just, I tried to slowly get him to like think about it more and I, it clearly worked. I never told him like, okay, I'm getting, I'm divorcing you if you're not going to believe in God. Like I never once said that. No, she only threatens that when I tickle her. I do, I do say that. Every time he tries to tickle me, I'm going to divorce him. That's really bad. That's really bad. I should stop doing that. Well, I know you're not going to. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just scared of you. <laughs> Not. No, I'm not Parker scary. says I'm scary. Like people think I'm scary. I don't get that. Like it can be kind of scary. Like people about like no. I'm not gonna I'm no. not gonna give examples, but people just like are terrified of me. Am I mean? Do I act mean? No, you know like how you see a big mama grizzly bear and it looks really cute, but you know that like if, if you, you fuck poke with it. it It'll probably claw your eyes out and eat your internal Okay, organs. but that's that's also a trait. That's kind of what happens. That's also a trait of a Taurus, no a Taurus. It's like you put up that really, really nice front on the inside, but if you fuck with it, you're going to regret it. Okay. That That's, that's the, yeah. Just so, the, like, weird star, whatever those are called. Yeah, I don't know if those work. I just know I'm like the... Aries. Aries. Like I'm a, a bull. I'm a bull. I think. Is it a bull? Anyway, wow, we just got way off topic. I have a whole... Okay, so <laughs> I, we never. F- <laughs> All so many different animals. Okay, <laughs> to wrap this up. So yeah, that's what happened. That is just our story. We're we're not like a stop. We're not like a bi-religious couple or anything like that. A what? Like like if I was like Jewish or something. Bi-religious, two religions. How does that even work? Just I. We don't know because we didn't do it. I mean, I no. I mean, great if you do that. I just don't know how that would work. Like, I think, how you, I think most people just celebrate both. To be honest. Well, because I always thought in those big religions like that, you had to like marry within your religion. Yeah, to like get to be married in that like church, like think, Catholicism. Think, to be married in a Catholic church, you have to have both people confirmed. I might be making a generalization generalization here. I might be wrong. Sorry for anyone. I think a lot of Couples that are bi-religious aren't like like crazy religious. Yeah, and well, not even that. Not just crazy. Like, Sorry, that that sounded bad. But like, like heavily, like not like follow every single itty bitty tiny itty bitty rule down to the T. Yeah. 
which I, which that's, I mean, that's how I feel about religion in general is like, yeah, it sets out all these rules, but when you look at any religious book, it, it's a collection of, of stories and some of them are fairy tale like there's, there's so much that's happening and so much of it is, okay, this is very real. This is very intense. And some of it is, is very, like I said, sounds like a fairy tale. And within that, there's there's metaphors, there's um, there's symbolism, there's so much that. Can okay, be... he's getting kind of like in a really weird spot that like I feel like people don't understand unless you've read the Bible. Not even just any religious book. Okay, there's... but but basically what he's saying is there's there's things like you don't want to have sex before you're married. You don't want to try like experimental drugs like marijuana. You don't want to watch porn. You don't want to masturbate. You don't want to do like th- just those kind of things. That, like, especially Christianity frowns upon, but Parker and I both believe that you need to make your own decisions in those aspects. And there's so many, and when, when you break it down, ultimately, I know we've been talking for a while now. Uh, we have unlimited minutes now, though. I don't know, but do people really want to sit and listen to us? Probably not, but they could turn it off if they want to. We'll just hurry up. Okay. So there's, there's a lot of rules. (laughs) Not all of it is 100% take it as the words say because the bible says everyone perceives it differently bible says if if you if you jerk yourself off you need to cut off your hand don't actually <laughs> fucking do that <laughs> i remember that i remember that yes that they did use that in the Grey's anatomy episode yes that 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 if you want real life context um, there's grazing Grey's anatomy episode that, that touches on this um why is that that's not real life context it's a fucking tv show god damn it Okay, we need to end this podcast. Yeah, we just now, way now too hard. he's rambling. Yeah. Okay. So, Bo, we did religion as parents, and now we're doing it. We did religion as kids. Now we're doing it as parents. Stuff like that. Take it or leave it. You may not be religious. You may not practice our religion. That's fine. I think all religion is great. Gives you something to believe in. Look forward to after this way too short life that we have, um, and hope that there's something on the other side. So I'm all for it. And after this, it may have been boring for some people. That's fine. Like I said, this is partly for us to vent and get some stuff out of our system. Um, anyway, um, I'm going to take over for him week. because he's rambling. Next week, next Tuesday, we upload on Tuesdays and Fridays. If you don't don't follow us on social media, follow us. Our ads are in the bio uh, or in the description below. But we upload on Tuesdays and Fridays around 10, 11 um central time is when they go up generally so uh next tuesday it's going to be a juicy episode about sex um i'm going to give you guys a little header so you guys can get excited for it i will be asking you guys to ask us some questions and stuff like that that you guys want to know we will answer almost anything some things we're probably not going to answer if they're a little too personal um but that's just for the sake of (laughs) our humility so um yeah just get excited for that but I think we're going to wrap up this episode so that neither of us can ramble any longer. It's a great idea. So we will go ahead and I'll probably post that either early Monday morning or late Sunday night. That way we film the night before we post. So that way we have enough time to get enough questions and we can answer all of them that you guys have. So um, look out for my Instagram post. Parker may actually put one on his as well. That way we can get it from both ends. And we will see you guys on Tuesday. Yeah, talk to you Tuesday. Wait, five stars, leave a comment, please.
Sí, bien. Bye. you if we dance in the